I think a lot of people are hurting right now. And, you know, even if you have a, a, I had an eating problem for a while where I was just on binge eating just terrible foods for you because you're in that depressive state. But you got to realize, you know, I know how it feels to be, to feel very lonely and like you're the only one that, um, that has this problem. You know, you feel alone, like it's only you. Why am I so depressed? You gotta understand, like, you're not the only one, you know? Um, I think it's a, I think mental health is a big problem, but I think it, it, it can be fixed. You just have to, it's a complete shift of your mindset. You know, it, it, it's something that, it took me a while to figure out, but at the end of the day, if anyone's listening to this that is struggling, just know that you can get out of it. You can, you absolutely can, you know? What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Science and Stigma Podcast. I am Austin Kirshner. Along with me is my mom to my right. What's going on? Hi. We have uh, two special guests, and they're actually virtual guests today. And that is, uh, most of you guys might know them, depending on who our listeners are. And that is Eric Altoff and Mike Romano. What is going on, guys? <laughs> What's what up? What is up, guys? So where are you guys How at? Right? Where are you guys at right now? We're out in Scottsdale, Arizona. Tell us, tell me a little bit about how you guys got out there. I know, it, dude, it's been like it's been like eight years, I believe, since we've seen yeah, each other. Yeah. So, catch me up. Like, what's going on? Yeah. So we pretty much. Well, after I graduated college, I came home, left in or uh, lived in Lancaster, PA, and you know, just was not happy with what I was doing. And I mean, he wasn't really happy with where he was at. So we moved out to San Diego. Um, from there, I pretty much started trying to get into like modeling and stuff like that. I was, I wasn't having a lot of success with it. And, and, you know, so we were, I was just kind of like working in, in restaurants and, and you were working in restaurants as well. Um, and so now like after kind of everything is, is transpiring where we, Lived in San Diego for about two and a half years and then moved out to Arizona, uh, where we are right now. Sweet. How'd you pick San Diego? Just random? Well, we were we were living in Ocean City for a summer, and I think it's, you know, pretty clear to say we used to be kind of a bunch of pieces of shit. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so that whole summer we were just partying the whole time okay. and um we didn't save any money, you know, and I had a I had an idea of just going out to California and I said something to Mike and he was like, yeah, like I, I'm down. I want to go. Yeah. So we waited till the summer and we just, it was me, him, his girlfriend and one of our other friends. And we just kind of picked a spot on the map. We've never been to California. We just, yeah. we left our jobs. I had a, I had a pretty good job in construction working, um, for a company back in York and, uh, you know, I just wanted, I always saw like something else. I wanted something else. I wasn't personally happy there. And I was just like, you know what, take a chance. And we just drove, you know, we yeah. packed two cars. We didn't have any clue what we were doing, <laughs> but uh, we run, we had an apartment lined up. So That's we didn't good. see the thing, but we didn't have any jobs. We just, you know, ended up kind there. Of did and what we needed to do. <laughs> we just showed up, you yeah. know, we just took a chance and that's where it all started. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like a lot of people, maybe, maybe a handful of people that they had that itch inside of them, like that void, like they know there's more to them and they're just, they're just happy with what they have and their, the routine that they're, they're in. Like right now, like, like my job, I, I'm comfortable with what I have and stuff like that. And I don't want to make that change because of fear, like, I don't know what that next step's going to bring and stuff like that. So like, for you guys, what kind of steps or what kind of things did you do to prepare yourself for what might happen when you guys just picked up and left? You want to go first? I mean, for me, I was I was in the restaurant industry, so the money aspect, like the financial burden, that wasn't really a thing. It was kind of something I could take the chance on as far as, you know, modeling and, and trying to figure that out. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it, it was one of those things that I really had to be real with myself um, because I saw all my friends getting these better jobs and, you know, climbing up the corporate ladder and stuff. And I was still serving. I'm like, man, like yeah. I'm still serving. All my friends have like these awesome jobs. Like I, I feel like a bum. Am I, am I doing this like the right type of way? 
Um, and it was just, it, it was tough. And it, I had to just be real with myself. Like if I give up on this, like I, like I cannot face myself giving up on this whatsoever. And I can't go back home after I talked all this shit to, to people. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, yeah, you can curse. You can, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just like, I, I talked so much about this that I need to do this for myself. I need to do this for myself. And then it finally, you know, I really started getting into personal development. And it's because of him. He, he kind of introduced me to personal development and which eventually turned into, you know, the spiritual backing that I have now. And it's just it's just an evolution. And then once I started those practices and and all of that type of stuff, it just kind of started going for me. So, I mean, that's like a saving grace for my life, yeah. especially, you know, the personal development stuff, the fact that he was able to introduce me to it, you know, the fact that I had an open mind about it. It's just, it was a lot of just, you know, hard nosing it until I realized I didn't have to hard nose it anymore. And then it kind of just fell into place. So right. pretty crazy. Yeah, that's cool. So Eric, what about <clears> you? <throat> what kind of things do you do to uh, prepare yourself? Well, I mean, I always... I, I guess, you know, from your question, like that fear of Taking stepping into something where you don't know mm -hmm. what the answer is going to be. You know, I actually just talked to a girl from back home. I'm not going to say the name That's the other right. day, but she kind of wants to get out of York and move. And she was telling me she has like $50,000 saved up. And I'm like, and it's like that fear of leaving. I'm like, you have plenty of money to do it, but. I completely understand. I mean, it definitely made it a lot easier going out to California with friends that I knew. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I, I've done a lot now at where I've just realized that the more you step into the fear, it's it's scary. But when you do it, you, number one, grow from it. Yeah. And number two, you feel better at the end of it anyway. And you realize, like oh, it's not so bad. Like nothing that bad is going to happen to you. But I've been there plenty of times and it's, I mean, it's hard, but yeah. you got to just get yourself to make that jump. I mean, for me, I started studying personal development like 10 years ago. I was never that good in school. I, I just didn't, I always saw something else. You know, I always wanted to work on myself and try different things. And, you know, it's taken me down a long journey, but I think it's I cool. Think, uh, I think, I think it's cool to be to be working on yourself and that that's something that i've been doing lately just yeah. like trying to figure out myself and like just develop and, and grow and learn more so i think it's cool what you guys are doing no that's great yeah. and that's like i think everyone should do that and i'm i'm a big believer in uh you know i personally think the school system right now is kind of failing and i think that yeah. kids need to be learning self-awareness and learning about their emotions because what we've learned is uh your emotions play a very very yeah. big part of what happens in your life you know it it took me a while till i changed myself and it wasn't until i changed the way i felt about myself and you know if you're if you're negative and in that negative mindset you're gonna just draw that to you so i i agree getting on the personal development journey has definitely changed my yeah. life and I'm always about just seeing how good you can get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So explain to me what steps you took to get there. <clears throat> like Personal development, I, I like the term. Is that actually something that that's a I, – I don't know how to say it. Like personal development, what does that mean? Besides just developing yourself, what steps do you take to get there? So personal development is pretty much – for me is mental, physical, spiritual health. So okay. how are you treating yourself mentally? How are you talking to yourself? What is the narrative, you know, going on in your head? What, what type of thoughts are you having and are they serving you or aren't they serving you for, you know, what you are trying to do? I mean, there's a lot of people that have limiting beliefs and beliefs that, you know, aren't, aren't working for them. And, and the fact that we can reprogram our mind and reprogram ourselves to have those beliefs that work for us, that is the mental work. Physical work, that's the nutrition, you know, the health, how, how are you feeling on a day-to-day -day basis? What are you putting in your body? What type of exercise are you doing? Are you stretching? Um, what type of, you know, meditation you are doing? That's not mental, that's also, you know, physical. 
Um, and as for the spiritual, there's, you know, that to each his own on, you know, the religion or the spiritual backing. But mm -hmm. at some level, there is some type of spiritual basis going on. Um, and it's just how how familiar you are with that. You know, what are the things that you believe in and and your your faith? So I feel like it's, you know, just kind of a, a mixture of all three. It's it's a really, really great way to to progress, honestly. Yeah. Do you do you agree okay. they have to be about well balanced too? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. especially with I think your mental, I mean, is the the most important one. Um, it's it's what dictates your spiritual. It's what dictates your physical. I mean, I I didn't start losing any type of weight. I mean, I I come from being a bigger kid in high school yeah. and I didn't lose any type of weight until I started thinking my of myself as you know that healthy human being you know wanting to be known and felt like I was a model of the certain caliber I wanted to be and so I was like okay I have to think from what I want to be like instead of trying to chase a goal forward it's like it's more like stepping into who you are if that makes sense yeah you almost have to see it and believe it before you achieve it kind of thing what do they say 100%. In the, what do they say in the bible your eyes are your windows to your soul something like that a hundred yeah it's crazy okay so austin played a i'm not sure what it was on snapchat or whatever for you whatever it, it is it was on instagram remember all tall when you did that story, what was it? the story that you did on instagram i'm gonna play it for you guys was it the one this morning no was... no this isn't That's incredible. That is incredible. He just played that for me before love and I'm it. like, I see the Eric, you know, is bouncing the ball down the basketball court. <laughs> <laughs> and I hear that Those and I'm like, yeah, but I hear that. And I'm like, that's awesome. <clears throat> like Austin and I have learned so much over these podcasts. We started out with a yeah. certain, you know, addiction and things like that. Just, and, and we've met so many people, like spiritual people. Um, we've yeah. come so far. Like we're on the phone sometimes at nighttime for hours, like asking each other questions. And when I heard that, I was like, wow, I like took notes. So I love, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey because everybody yeah. has a journey and yeah. I, like it's incredible that you went out there. So what bad things? You said you were in a bad space mentally. Like you were just in a bad space. Yeah, you didn't so, know what you wanted. When I when we were living in Ocean City, um, I guess I was I was I was very good at putting on a smile and hiding the fact that I was miserable. Okay. And I think a lot of people shell up and hold their emotions in, and it got to me, but. We were, we were living in Ocean City, and right at the end of the summer, I got a DUI, you know, and okay. it was right at the end of the summer. We're moving back. I had to move back in with my parents because I lost – I had to pay for the DUI. Okay. I, I didn't save any money, so there I am just dead broke. And it was probably one of the worst days of my life. My dad had to write me a check for almost $1,000 to cover my bills, and just seeing, like, the look on his face – just it, it crushed me and it sent me down a spiral where there was a point in my time I had a nine millimeter pistol and I had the thing cocked back and I was pretty close to shooting myself but um you know I always like had a belief that my life could be better that I could get better I can get out of this and from there when we moved across the country to California you know I was still I was still from age like 20, I mean, not even, maybe like 18 to like 25, still just doing the same shit. I was still partying all the time. When we got to San Diego, I was, you know, I, I probably put more drugs in my system to kill a large family. You know, I've, I've been through a lot of that. And it was all just to um, 
you know, it was all to fill a hole inside of me because I was holding all my emotions in and not expressing who I really am. Um, you know, I think that's hard for a lot of people. I think everyone wants to has something inside that they really want to do or they really want to be, but they, they hold it in because <clears throat> of fear of failure, number one, and number two, what other people are going to think of them. And you got to realize when, when you try to do anything outside the norm, you know, anything creative, pe people are going to uh, talk. And it's not really, it's not negative towards you. It is a direct reflection on how they feel about themselves. But I didn't understand that at the time. Mm -hmm. So I was just getting into the wrong stuff. I was doing drugs and uh, partying and stuff. And I, I decided I really had to make a change. Um, so I moved here to Arizona by myself six months before they came out, him and his girlfriend. And I, I packed my car. I didn't have a job. And this was right during COVID, I think during September, I didn't have a job. I didn't have a place to stay. So I stayed with one of his college friends for a week. Okay. And the first thing I wanted to do was get an apartment. So I found an apartment. Uh, then I found a job. And from there, right after I got my job, I, I've been working on personal development during this time and working on bettering how I feel about myself. Because for the longest time, I hated myself on the inside. And the reason I moved here to Arizona by myself was this was the first time I could get away on my own. And I was like, dude, you're doing the same shit. I'm like, you got to figure this out. Mm -hmm. So I sat here in my apartment day after day. I didn't go out, talk to anyone, I didn't have any friends. I just worked on my mindset, worked on how I felt about myself. I ended up wrecking my car like a couple days after that. And I remember calling Mike because I was like, dude, I just wrecked my car. I'm going to go get another one. Like it, it didn't really affect me that much. Mm -hmm. And that's when I knew um, things started to change for me. You know, I felt better about myself. And shortly after that, I, I've never worked a job making over like 40 grand in my life. Shortly after that, one of the tables at the restaurant I was working for was in with his family. And he offered me a six-figure sales job. And I, I went and worked for the company for a little bit. And just until a month ago, me and him just started our own brand. And we both just quit our jobs. And now we're, uh, now we're just doing our thing. But back to the question... I think you have more fun going through the journey. It, it, I, like I said, everyone has something that they really want to do. If you can pursue that, yeah, you're going to struggle and you're going to fail. The amount of times that we were in San Diego, like, dude, I, there was a time where I was dumping money into the change machine at the grocery store to get groceries for the week. It was but, rough in the beginning you know, of San Diego. Yeah. It was tough. There were times where, like, we had we were really hurting for money and we just didn't know what to do and it, it was all the struggles but you realize like looking back now that's the fun of life you know what i mean yeah. and i've done so many different things and worked so many jobs up until this point i mean I, i've i've learned a lot so it, the journey is definitely something that you know i think everyone like i said wants to go pursue something but it's just a matter of your belief and the fear of doing it. And I understand it because I've been through it, but if you can get yourself to do it. But you'll never hit that destination. <clears throat> I don't think you will. You never because will because you're, you're always going to want more. Like you're going to get to where want you want and then you're going to want to yeah. do more. Like I don't, everybody has a destination and I just believe that you're not going to ever get there. You're always going to be on a journey to the day you die. You're yeah. going to be on a journey. Exactly. I think so too. And that, that's, and that's true. crazy. But, you know, what journey are you going on? Yep. You could all go down the journey of one that you really aren't satisfied with. And I think that holds a lot of people back, but you know, pursuing something that you really love to do, or just taking yeah. that chance, the leap of faith, you know, everyone yeah. has that thing inside of them that they really want to do. You know, you can lie to everybody else. And I, I did a good job of lying to people trying to be someone that I'm not for plenty of years. But at the end of the day, you know, you can't lie to yourself. Yeah. And, and I feel like a lot of people don't understand that, especially with trying to reach out for goals and trying to attain these goals. And it's 
the, the thing you have to enjoy, it's not so much the goal. It's like what you are doing on a day to day, you know, type lifestyle. Like, what are your habits? Are they are they in alignment with, you know, what the type of person that you're trying to be? Do you love what you're doing? Are you passionate about, you know, your work? And I feel like so many people miss the entire journey just to try to reach a goal. And then the goal isn't fulfilling. And then you just want more after the goal. And it's just like, oh, man, it's just like this endless yeah. unfolding yeah. of this miserable. Yeah. So I feel like it's it's such a big thing to enjoy the process of doing stuff and not, you know, go and try to get rich by something that you absolutely hate. You know what I mean? I feel like that is the biggest societal trap right now is people are reaching so far and doing these miserable things on the day to day to try to reach an end goal of a certain amount of money when in reality the entire process is what is supposed to be the fun part not the not the not the desirable thing you know what i mean so it's 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 just such a weird way that we have been brought up and you know our society has been brought up for generations and generations like this yeah. so i mean it's it's not our parents fault it's not our grandparents fault or it's it's just such a generational societal norm that when you kind of take a step back and you're like what is actually going on here you you just you realize it's just it's it's honestly crazy <laughs> it is and what's happiness i mean we talk about happiness money is not happiness <clears throat> At all. You, you, at all. Once you realize <clears throat> that, that, yeah, once you realize that, you can have all the money in the world, but you're not happy. Like, you're miserable. Yeah. Like, you exactly. two are, like, blowing my mind right now. <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> well, we've, you know, on a side note off of that, we've, we've gotten the chance to hang out with a, a lot of people that know celebrities. We've met a lot of celebrities and met a lot of rich people. And there are a lot of rich people that... They're very insecure. Yeah. It's so a, like, a lot of like that does not make you happy. That is absolutely true. You know, just striving for money is not the angle. You got to find stuff that you like to do. And for me, what helped me do that was I during this time where I was just working on myself, because when you're in a depressed state, it really does. I don't know if you've ever been depressed, but it feels like you have bricks yes. in your head. It feels like a pound of potatoes sitting on your head all day long. Now I can gladly say that I have a peace of mind, but what I had to do was I had to look back into my childhood and bring back experiences experiences of like, what do I like? What did I have fun doing? You know, for me, it was sports. Mm -hmm. I loved playing sports growing up. And for the longest time I was out partying and I, I haven't played sports in a while. So when I came out here, you know, now I'm getting back into playing basketball again. I'm running, I'm, I'm working out and exercising, but that's the stuff when you can find your inner child with who you were as a child, because we all at one point were kids, happy little kids, you know, kids have no care in the world. They're always happy. They're free. They're curious. They're adventurous. That's what I had to do. I had to get back to who I was as a kid and relive some of that Dude. so that that's definitely something that helped me this is crazy so where did you learn to do that did you go to counseling ever i never went to counseling but okay. i've always when i started personal development i i went into um amway are you familiar yeah with amway, amway market america yep yeah so i was selling amway and this was when i was 18 right out caught right out of high school um the first guy that kind of introduced me to these people that were just happy all the time. And a lot of them were talking about living lives that they enjoy mm -hmm. and they're getting to travel the world and have fun. So I saw that and it just, it, it got me interested. So what personal development is for me is looking, you know, there's a lot of people that have success in this world. And if you want to use a big, a big tool is YouTube. You know, a lot of people that, have results in life are on YouTube for free or write books. I read a lot of books. I didn't read a book in high school, but I've, I have a library now, probably 80 to hundred books, but I learned, you know, I wanted to move out here and be in business. And I have this dream of being a multimillionaire. Well, there, I read books about guys who have built multi-million dollar businesses and successful people that I look up to that I say, I want to be like that person. And there's no right or wrong. I think success is different for everybody, mm -hmm. but you got to define what it is for yourself. And I did that and I started studying these guys. You know, I wasn't, 
I wasn't doing anything else. I was studying these guys, what their habits were. And the more you do that, the more you start to line up like, oh, this guy said this and this guy said the same thing. Oh, maybe I should read 10 pages of a book in the morning when I wake up. Maybe I should get to the gym early in the morning to start my day off right. And you just start implementing these habits. No, dude, guys, I absolutely love this because and the reason why I reached out was because of that video. Like after watching that video, I'm like, really? like you're you're right about it. A lot of things, and I can connect to to you guys a lot on those different levels. Like the mindset thing, it's it's very powerful, and people don't realize it. They like yeah. I'm a I consider myself a deep thinker, so I'm thinking about things that somebody else next to me might not even cross their mind at all. So I I absolutely love the fact that you guys are like just doing your thing and out, out there just. Cause I, Mike, you even reached out to me the other day. Like, I don't know when it was, but you're like, Hey, I see you. You're doing a good job, man. Like that's the kind of people we need in the world. Right. It's like yeah. kindness. Like you see people that want to be like you and then you just like, you just want to support them and help them out. And it's, and it's cool. I love it. And I love that yeah. Mike doesn't blame the parents. What's that? <laughs> I said, I like that Mike doesn't blame the parents. <laughs> it might have a little, a little bit to do with you the, parents. the parents. We, we study this, well, but we're in a routine to Mike's point. Like yeah, yeah, it's a routine. The this can is I, crazy. Can so. I explain something about parents? Yes. <laughs> this is going to be oh, psychology shit. 101. I need psychology 101, Eric. <laughs> so as we grow up as humans, you are pretty much a product of the environment you grew up in. You know what I mean? So Austin, you took on a lot of your parents' habits and the environment you were around. I took on the environment I was around, same with him. But what we do, and it's not, you know, this isn't a negative towards my parents at all, but I grew up in an environment where I had such a loving family. I mean, you know, my parents are such the nicest people, but there were times where I wanted to be myself and I wasn't allowed because I had to do what they wanted me to do. And over time, what that does to you is as a kid, it it teaches you when you're young to shell up and hold your emotions in. And that that's a big problem with a lot of people. I think is at a, as a deep level, I think they're, afraid of what their parents will think that they want to go do something else and and that's something that I even still struggle with but it's something I really improved upon but making peace with your your parents and what you want to do I think a lot of people do struggle with that trying 100% I take accountability I mean as a parent you're 100% right like you remember all the stupid stress over the basketball and when we would on our way home, I would say, everybody did good. You didn't do good enough. Like you have to play harder. Like I a hundred percent agree with you as a parent, looking back today, I held my kids back. I, I, well, I had expectations. I shouldn't have not had, like, I'm one of these people that will hold myself self accountable. Also, I have this conversation all the time. Every time they came up with an idea, like to, to even today, like that, it's I, a perfect I'm getting example better because as much as I don't want to say their opinion affects what I do in my life, it does. And I don't realize until I sit down and think about yeah. it. So when I come up and be like, Hey, like I'm, I'm really excited about this. Like and you can tell in my voice, like I'm excited about it. And right away it's, it's, Oh, you gotta be cautious about this. You gotta be cautious about that. I heard bad things about this. And then right away it's like, okay, well then I'm not going to do it. You know what I mean? Like it, it really does affect me. And it's something like you said, I need to work on myself and I am working on, I mean, in life you're always working on yourself. So you're never going to be that perfect person. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's expectations. And, and can I ask you a question? Mom? Yeah, sure. When you, when you were telling us to do better and you didn't do good enough, was it because you were afraid of what other parents thought about your kids? No, because I never really cared what the other parents thought. I just wanted more for you. Like, that's why I asked Eric if he went, ever went to counseling. Because, Eric, I'm in your spot. Like, I'm in a spot now. I don't know. Um, We'll just say it on this podcast because we've been dancing around on the last 44 podcasts. Uh, I'm divorced. So, Joe and I got divorced. And so... It's really because I'm growing different in a different direction than he is. So I've been with him since I was 14. So for 37 years, I've been with him. And now I'm a 
just newly divorced in February, but for the past year we've been separated and my goal is to find myself. And I went to counseling and I never considered myself depressed. And so when I hear Eric, that's why I asked you, because I went to counseling and she's talking about my childhood and I'm like, don't ask me questions about my childhood. My parents are gone. I can't ask them questions and I don't have the answers to this. And so it's very true. Like it's the expectations and depression is terrible. And I never thought I would have had it, but Austin has helped me by giving me positive feedback. And I'm a very positive person, always trying to find a positive in people. But one of the things that the counselor told me is you need to be more selfish. Like you need to work on you. And so when you played that and you talked about your journey and I wrote down personal development, like that's huge because you're right. A lot of people don't do that. Like they're out there trying to please everybody else and make everybody else happy. And they're hiding how they really feel. Yeah. It's amazing what you guys are doing. Yeah. I mean, the, the greatest relationship you will ever have is the one with yourself. Because, you know, when you treat yourself right, you're going to treat everybody else right. You're going to show up to different situations, right? You're going yeah. to do the things that you normally wouldn't because you would have the confidence in yourself because you love yourself and you feel that worthiness. And it's it's an amazing thing to understand that and to go you know, down this journey and especially, you know, be able to do it with, you know, your homie right yeah. next to you. Yeah. Or, you know, awesome. And we're so much in alignment and it's, it's honestly just so crazy, like how much he's taught me, um, you know, in, in all of these, this type of stuff and, and life and, you know, habits and, and all this stuff and just being able to, you know, bounce ideas off each other. It's, it's such an amazing tool to have. Yeah. yeah it's, cool. it's, 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 yeah. It is amazing, and I, like I'm just starting the journey, so you guys have been doing it for a while now. So yeah, that's, it's fun. It's fun. You it's... will have a lot of fun. <laughs> it's true though with selfishness. Like I even grew up, and uh, I grew up, you know, always put other people before your mm-hmm. yourself, you know. And I think that's a a good thing. But I did that for so long, and you know, you do you you get into a routine of never thinking about yourself, and really it comes down to really when you work on yourself finding things that you love to do that make you happy and that's great you're going down the journey i mean if you want some uh even some book recommendations or uh some youtube channels to follow that's that's literally all we did we sifted through we still do we still like every single day i mean we're we're pretty much obsessed with it at this point. We, we do it every single day. And I, I think mean, Austin, yeah, Austin's on that path because he'll listen to stuff during the day and then he'll call me and say, mom, you got to listen to this. Like he's keeping me where I need to be. Like the positivity, like when I go to the negative, he like yells at me, like, where are you going? Why are you pitying yourself? And yeah, so but at, at the end of it, I'm, I'm just bringing the awareness to right. you. You're doing the work yourself. So I don't, don't give me the credit. I'm just well, I'm bringing just saying, the awareness yeah. to you. You're doing it. But it's helpful. Like, you know, they're partners there and yeah. we're partners here. It's it's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Like you just bounce off of each other. One book, yeah, if I what could is recommend that? one book Absolutely. for you, I would say The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. Write that down. Okay. It's like six it's like six bucks on Amazon. It's it's amazing. Yeah. The power of awareness. Pretty much mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it pretty much talks about um, assuming the wish fulfilled and like assuming how you want to feel throughout your day and how you want to act throughout your day. And it kind of just brings a better energy, you know, forward into into that. And then how our awareness is, you know, the most important factor of, um, you know, of our life. I mean, wherever we're putting our focus is is what is going to expand. So it's it's honestly a killer book. All of his books. He, how many does he have? Probably like six something like that a lot yeah he has a ton of books highly recommend for sure that's awesome yeah i wrote that down we'll look at that because we like to read the books like we're all about learning we've learned so much i mean even i don't know if austin's going to bring this up but you mentioned spirit spirituality like that's huge too like it's crazy what we're learning and what we're talking about and we grew i grew up and it's important too like your belief and whatever that belief might be can i say something real quick before we go any further before we started this podcast she's like what are we talking about (laughs) i was like whatever comes to mind like i had kind of like 
topics in my mind and she's like well i'll just sit here and listen you can you can run the now she's taking over (laughs) (laughs) see what i'm saying like we yell at each other like we joke you'll have to get in this yeah Yeah. Yeah, i mean it's it's two completely different perspectives you know on life and you know in life with you know a different type of relationship and it's it's just so so cool to be able to have you two like do that that's yeah i feel like i can connect with you guys like really well i think he's gonna move to arizona Yeah, you guys, you guys looking for another roommate? The girls are pretty out. <laughs> He's working yeah. on himself, Eric. What's that? He's working on himself first. <laughs> so we were sure. we were talking about spirit allergy, spirit spirit allergy, spirituality, spirituality. spirituality. Were you, you were gonna say something, Eric? Do you remember? What's what, that? You said you were gonna say something. Uh, about that. Yeah, Say. okay before what were you talking about we before get, that maybe we can get back to that but uh run us through run us through a day in your life like what do you guys do in a typical day all right you want to talk about the routine bro? yeah, yeah so i want to hear the routine i heard your story things I can, one of the biggest things i can recommend is getting a morning routine and we usually wake up around 5 30 a.m you know we don't wake up the same time together one will come out to the living room after the other but around that time and i start my day off and he does too with we we listen to a youtube channel her name's abraham hicks that's a great um she's a spiritual she's a spiritual teacher teacher. we we listen to her in the morning we we each read in the morning 10 pages of a book and we're in the gym we're in the gym by like seven o'clock we went for a run today yeah we went for a run today but we're always you want to start your day four, off? Four, yeah. That was solid. Yeah. Four boy. miles. <laughs> He's kicking my ass. He's so fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just started running this year, and and he's like, dude, I'll get you in. I'll, I'll get you in shape. I'll get you in shape. That's I'm good. Like, All right. That's perfect. good. So this is our second day. <laughs> this is our second day, and he just cruises past me. I'm like, yeah. oh, second day, and you're at four miles. Yeah, I know. That, it was That's it's fantastic. hot out here. It's like 95 degrees already. It's, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. All right, so. Okay, so, so the gym. From, yeah, we hit the gym. But basically, I mean, we start our day with something to, to improve our mindset and to improve our health, which is working out. Mm-hmm. I've always heard from the, some of the most successful people, you know, work out early in the morning. It's a good, it gets your day started off right. So. By nine o'clock, we have all this stuff already accomplished and we're not just rolling out of bed and, you know, starting our day. We're amped up at that point. So I always I recommend a morning routine for sure. For sure. And then after that, we kind of are running in right now. We're I mean, we're building our business. Um, We have our apparel line conscious collections coming out or well, it is out, um, but just more to come out. Um, So we're constantly working on that. Uh, We're working on our coaching programs for working with. Um, you know, people interested in the personal development realm, spiritual realm, um, energy work type realm. So, yeah, we're working on that. And then we kind of just relax at night and pretty much are in bed pretty, pretty early on anymore. I mean, I feel like that's that's very essential as well as, yeah, sleep, sleep some you know, getting up early, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, about your brand, would you consider a brand? What's that? Would you consider your that uh, conscious collection a brand? Tell us, tell us more. It about, is a brand. Yeah. So tell us more about that. The, like the background around that. How'd you get started? So we started it. Um, we just added more products. We added phone cases to it, so yeah, it's not that. all apparel. But what we write on it, it says, "Create your reality." Okay. And what we've learned is you literally can create the reality that you want to live in. Right. It's. That's when we got into spirituality, um, you know, in personal development, when I first got involved, it's a lot of motivation, you know, do this, do that, the five steps to this, the five steps to that, you know, that's all great and all, and people can teach you that stuff, or you could take a course on, you could take a sales course online and the 10 steps to sell and pay a thousand dollars for it. But if you don't have the emotional work down and Mm -hmm the confidence, the belief behind it, you're never going to take action on doing it. So I shifted when he got into spirituality and spirituality is all about the emotions, how you feel about yourself, 
visualizing your future and just holding on to that vision. Um, and that's what were you going to say? I was just, that's, I don't know. So that's where I shifted, shifted to spirituality. And that's when things started coming into my life that I never would have dreamt possible. I mean, we're, we're living right now in an apartment that I toured six months ago. And I was like, wow, I want to live here because we're, we're surrounded by very, very young, wealthy, um, which is where we wanted to be. You know, it's a lot of young entrepreneurs where we live. And uh, it's just the environment that we visualized three years ago, which is crazy to think about. Now we're living it. But holding on to, you know, back to that original question of, uh, you know, belief, just holding on to that belief. You got to you got to have that belief. And that's what it really all boils down to. Anything in your life that you're not doing that you know you should be doing or that thing you want to do that you're not doing. Maybe you want to leave your city and go try a different city and meet some new friends, but you're not doing it. It all boils down to the belief you have and it's not strong enough yet to get you to do it, but you can work on it. Nice. Exactly. And surround yourself like you're surrounding yourself right now with motivated people. I mean, entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs are very motivated people. Like they have dreams and they have goals and yeah, that's great. Yeah. Do you guys so uh I got another question. You guys believe in God? Um ooh, this is tough. <laughs> can I be complete? can you I go be yes. first? Okay. 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 okay, yes. Okay. So you got first of all, I do am... you guys like this kind con- of conversation? Like Oh, I love oh, yeah. it. That's what okay. I'm yeah, saying. Talk, we'll talk about this conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if it's an open conversation. It's open. It's no open. judgment. Okay. So in spirituality, you are taught that you are the creator of your reality. So that means you are source, you are God, you are this energy type being, okay? Um, Pretty much in my experience, it's just that. I feel that I am the creator of my life. I, I create my state of being, your state of being being your thoughts, how you act, you know, in the physical world and the emotion that you bring, the energy that you bring to the table. And you can control all three of those and that's your state of being. So technically you are the creator. That's kind of the concept that I run with. And that's kind of the concept for, you know, spirituality and, you know, also applies to the laws of, you know, quantum physics and energy and law of attraction, which I also teach and and stuff like that and believe in. Um, And that's kind of a lot of what, what we both believe in. I know he has, a different twist on okay. on stuff but yeah so let me ask you, you this <laughs> if you don't yeah. believe in a higher power what happens when you pass when you pass so all we are is consciousness okay so we are the awareness of our bodies we are the awareness of our five senses how we feel we can take a step back behind those five senses and just be aware of the things we are seeing, be aware of the feeling of touching your hand, be aware of how the vibration in your ear is making you feel that sound. So all we are is consciousness and pretty much watching our external world uh, turn and create in the way that we believe that it will be true. You know, like the way we believe oh, this is deep. our- This is different than, than yeah. this is a lot deep. of different- No, I'm open. <laughs> the, the way that we believe our world is going to be the energy we bring to the table at all times. And this is why the emotional work is so important is because that is the way it's going to be fulfilled. That's the way it's going to manifest. However, whatever you believe to be true in your reality will be true in your reality. It's the narrative that you are playing out and it's the energy that you are, that you are giving to the world that is manifesting it either in this positive, loving, caring, abundant, fulfilling light, or if you're focusing on the negative, if you're focusing on the control, the fear-based content and, the, and the, the chemicals that people are putting in their body, the negative, the lower vibrational things, then that is what you're going to get out of life. So it's, that's why this righteous path that everyone talks about, yes, it is full of love and abundance and being, you know, caring for people because it, what you are putting out, that energy you are putting out is exactly what you are attracting. That is exactly, I manifested my entire modeling career. I, ma- I literally just man- manifested a partnership with a supplement, you know, company that I have 
loved forever. And this is not me bragging or boasting or whatever. Right. It's no. just the power of manifestation yeah. and understanding the energy that we are putting forward, we are getting back. And it's just, it is such proof that it's like, I can't, I, I've tried to disprove spirituality. Like I really have. That was why I got, went down that road. I'm like, there's no way this law of attraction thing is, is real. And he even gave me so much shit about it and, and being like, dude, that's not real. That's not real. You have to work hard. You have to work hard. And yes, there is, there is action, you know, to the manifestation pro pro process because you're going to be inspired. Like if you're feeling great about your company and you're like, man, I know this company is going to rock. You're not just going to sit on the couch. You're going to be inspired to take that action. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people think law of attraction is you think it and then it comes to you. No, you have to feel that you already have that abundance, have that love, have that confidence, have that thing that makes you, you know, feel like that. And then it will come. The only reason we want anything in life is to feel an emotion and to feel think. And we think that we will feel happier in having that thing. Yeah. So if we can just feel it right now, we are automatically pulling it towards us. So what happens when you die? <laughs> what happens when you die? Oh, is that what the question was? Yeah. 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 No, oh, no, I I'm like so what you're saying. Okay, no. what happens when you, so, okay, sorry. I just went on a complete no no, 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 that was interesting. <laughs> like, no, I'm, okay, so I'm going to be up Googling. When you, <laughs> when, uh, okay, so what happens when you die? So you are consciousness. When you die, you just, I feel like you have to just, you know, if you're understanding that you are the creator, I feel like you will go some place or you will just stop revolving around, um, around earth. But if you aren't aware of it, then I think you just keep, uh, reincarnating something like that. Okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. <laughs> okay. Eric. What about you, Eric? <laughs> All right. No, I like that, Mike. This that is was coming from I've a guy who grew up very religious. So, are you serious? I used to believe. Yes. Yeah, dude. I I used to go to church every Sunday. I was. I didn't know that. I had to go to church. That's every you, Sunday, down in Yorkana, right? Down in Yorkana. Yeah. Yeah. I went to a Methodist church. Yeah. Um, but I I did believe in God and in Christianity and in as a Methodist, you're taught that you're on Earth and then you die and go to heaven, right? And um, what else with that? You go to heaven. I don't even know what I'm talking about. No, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's you're on earth, you, you die, and then you go to heaven. Um, but I, and then they tell you that life is life is hard. Life is challenging. You know, it's it's just going to be a struggle. But when you go to heaven, then you're in the happy place. Well, what I believe now is when we when we got into the spiritual stuff and learning about this. There's a lot of people that talk about the Bible being code. People have written this in code for spirituality that you are. Do you know what consciousness is when mm -hmm. we say consciousness? Like you're explain basically it. Yeah, explain it quick. Basically, the way they talk about it and uh, what we are is everything. If you break a human being down into little cells under a microscope, everything's moving. Everything in this world's moving. It's all little particles put together. Atoms, so energy. consciousness is just an awareness. And I believe that the Bible is code. And I've seen a lot of stuff that God is actually the consciousness within you. God is how you perceive everything. And you said it so much better than I said it. <laughs> what? This is just, now you're know. both blowing me away pretty so, much. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I... what I believe. I believe okay. God is is within you, is your consciousness, and what you're seeing through your eyes is perception. And I learned this because I would ask, I would, I would hate my when I was hating myself so much, and I thought everyone around me hated me. You know, I would talk to him about it, and he was like, "No, we don't see you that way." And I realized, like, I'm seeing myself this mm -hmm. way. Yeah. You know, so it's all your perception. But when you die, I think uh, personally, I think you probably reincarnate. 
there's some people that talk about you choose your body before you're even born, which is some crazy shit. Yeah. I don't really. I, I don't you choose your parents, basically. That's what they say. <laughs> I heard that. That's a little <laughs> deep, and uh, I don't know. A little. Still a lot cover, but this stuff is real. When you start to change the way you feel about yourself, it is absolutely crazy. It completely. I've been in personal development for ten years. And I, my life didn't change until like six months ago because I didn't change the way I felt. That okay. is ninety-five percent of the, the game. Yeah, it you really know? is. It's crazy. learning the steps and the techniques is awesome, but if you don't have the emotional work down and how you feel, there's a good. Do you listen to rap music? I do not. I I listen to any kind of music. Tell you the truth. Do you know Russ, the artist? No. No. He's pretty big. He lives out in L.A., but he has a book. It's literally called Russ. Okay. All he talks about is the way he got to – the how he got to where he is is his belief. And he said – he talked about how he just visioned himself on stage producing high-level music, this and that, and he just kept doing it day after day and held on to that visual. And that's something that we do. We visualize our future. I may I have a um, a dream board in my room where I put pictures of stuff that I want, and by seeing that every single day, what that does to your brain is it puts it in your mind subconsciously, and you don't even know it, but it plants that picture in your mind, and over time, it, it'll manifest if you believe in it. That's yeah, that's how it works, really. But it's true. Your subconscious doesn't know what reality like what reality is so basically like you're exactly. saying is basically you can tell your your mind what you're living basically exactly whatever you want oh, to you have two parts of your mind you have it's it's crazy. simple it, it's simple so yeah. i read this book it's called limitless by chris crone he's a real estate investor and everything you yeah, said yeah i was just about he just got it yeah limitless dude it is a good book you're gonna you're gonna fucking enjoy it i i literally read it like twice oh, and I, I haven't even read it yet and i'm trying to get her to read it it talks about the law of attraction it talks about like there's like seven to 13 different things that it explains in there it's it's insane it talks about how people are literally sick and they they're, they're always depressed they come home and work and they're like sick and they gotta lay in bed and they they're gaining weight and stuff like that until they go to this chris crone he does live events and they he puts them through this event and then he switches their mind. It's all about taking your limit, limited belief and dropping it and putting, uh, basically telling yourself, rewiring your brain to to become what you want. So then these people that are sick and stuff, they tell themselves, oh, I'm healthy. Like my body needs this. My body needs that. And then it goes away. Like, how exactly. do you explain that? Yeah, so look it, up. Go look ahead. up the movie Heal also. It's on It's on Hulu. Um, it has- H-E-A-L. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, H-E-A-L. It talks about all of this holistic, like, energy healing and how people with, like, this lady had, like, terminal four cancer and she got rid of it just by, like, thought alone and yeah. doing all this heal- energy healing work. It's like, this stuff should be so much more mainstream because, yeah. like, these are the miracles that can happen. And it's just like, why is nobody talking about this? They're in that book. You you'll, dude, you'll, Eric, you need, to, you need to read that book, too. I think it's cool. I'm going to, yeah. Isn't That's crazy. He out in your he area? He's in, he's in Utah. Oh, he's in Utah. I don't know if you know who Chris Crone is. Oh, yeah. We, we yeah. know who he is. That's yeah. why he literally just got the yeah. book like two days ago. Yeah, I watched okay. his content. You, but the you movie feels seminar. great. It's okay. all about, yeah, it's like about how all disease in your body is created through stress. What did I just tell yeah. you the other day? I was talking to Chris Crone. I was watching his mindset video, and he was talking about how yeah. people are saying like, when you when you get sick, how many days are you usually sick? Like three days, because you tell yourself, mm-hmm. "Oh, I'm getting sick," and then you tell yourself after three days, "I'm over this," and then you start getting better. Yeah. So if you can tell yourself yeah, when you you just don't don't tell yourself you're sick, just be like, "I'm healthy." You tell yourself these I, things I, every day. Yeah, exactly. I promise you, in the next ten years, the pharmaceutical industry is going to be so fucked because. There, we're moving into natural remedies yeah, this now. Eastern medicine. And I'm a big believer that all medicine is a bunch of crap. I don't think you need Adderall when you're on ADHD. You need to fix your inner problems. It's all right you here. You don't need it's, it's all on your brain, on your mind. Absolutely, yeah, it really is. It's the power of the. For mind. the most part, medicine's you know a bunch of bullshit. But yeah, it really is. People don't. <laughs> that's my belief. People don't realize the power of the mind. They really don't. It's crazy, it's crazy man. And that's the journey we're on right now is how good can we get with this? Yeah. How, how much can we tap into the power? Because yeah. 
you know, from what we hear from everybody that's already at the top of the game in the spiritual world, from what they say, you know, it, what you think is possible for yourself is a fraction of what you can do. Yeah. So you know? I was, I was listening like, to a, a sermon today. His name's Stephen Furwick or something like that. I don't know if you guys ever oh, heard yeah. of him, but uh, he was nah. talk, he was talking about that and he was talking about a verse in the Bible and it was something about uh, somebody asked Jesus what he is or what, what he does or something like that. And he says, I am because he doesn't put a label on himself. He doesn't tell people what he is because then people, people always put labels on everybody else. So if you were to ask me, what do I do or what, who I am, I, I tell you, I'm a carpenter and I'm a construction worker right away. You're going to be like, Oh, he's a construction worker. He's probably dirty or whatnot and stuff like that. So don't, so what I'm trying to say is don't put labels on people. What stigma? Yeah, yeah, that's that's basically what it is. It's stigma. He he says a lot of people do that. They always want to put a label on things. That way, they don't have to find out who that person actually is. They want to label them right away and then just discard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Speaking uh... speaking of that, our podcast is silencing stigma. Did you ever have any hate or anything like that from what you guys are you guys are talking about as far as mindset and all that stuff? Did anybody ever hate you? Call you names? Did they stigmatize I'm... you? I mean, when we were younger, for sure, like we, we did not have many fans. Um, but since, you know, personal development, we've, I, I personally haven't, you know, got any type of hate and I don't really feel like you have. Much I think hate. I did. Really? I, got, I think when I was younger, I was, you know, when I was young, maybe like eighth, ninth grade, I, I was really confident at one point. Mm -hmm. And I think. I think a lot of confident people, when you get when you're confident, people that are not confident don't like that. They misjudge. So it. I got a lot of negativity towards me, like, "Oh, you're cocky," you know, yeah. "You're a you're a fuckboy," this and that. Which I definitely made some, you know, not wise decisions. But at the same time, that hurt my confidence. And then uh, from like age 22 to like 25, 26, I was not very confident. Like I, yeah. I, I lost it because you you hear voices around you and that it's hard dude he, i'm telling you right now it is very hard to break out of caring what other people think about mm -hmm. you but the more you can focus on yourself and just personal development is an everyday thing for me i mean i gotta keep yeah. my mind right every day but yeah when you crazy. when you label yourself you limit yourself exactly that's true yeah, and most of the most of the that. most of the time when we think about what other people think of us, it's actually just our own mind mm -hmm. making that yeah. complete like, oh, that person yeah. thinks this so of me. True. So, but in reality, it's like, yo, I'm just thinking yeah. this about myself because I'm they're probably thinking the same thing about myself. themselves. Exactly. Yeah. So, so we're all just so afraid of each we're other. We're a bunch of idiots. Like, <laughs> I feel like I got three yeah. Austins beating in my ear right now. <laughs> like three of you, three of the same person beating in my ear. Hey, 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 I got Dylan on the phone here. Hold on. Hello? We're on a podcast <laughs> with Eric and Mike. You want to say hi? Eric and Mike? Yeah, you want to say hi? You're on right now. Dylan, what's up? What's up, buddy? Did you say hi? Hello? He can't hear. Oh, you he can't hear. All hey, right. let me call you back. Yeah, he just had That's a it. baby. Well, he didn't, but he has yeah. a child now. <laughs> But no, this is like, I wish this video could be seen because you can feel the positiveness coming yeah. through the computer screen right now. Like, is it just that Mike, you tired? are so energetic. No, <laughs> Mike is like super energetic. So I'm glad that Eric invited you into this podcast because I don't know how you could have not exploded in the other room hearing him. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he's just like all about it. Like. No, I love it. It's just, it is fun. And, and we want to promote your, your brand. I mean, we don't have a lot of followers. Our goal is always just to be, if we can help one person feel better about themselves, that's yeah. our goal. Like that's our goal it. from day one. And it's people all... have come on and shared crazy things with us. And we're like, yeah, I mean, we did this in memory of Kyle at the beginning. Like we want people to I'm understand. Yeah, that's, that's where awesome. it, yeah that's where it originated because we never really dealt with it you know and when you're explaining and eric and you're explaining yourself it makes me think that kyle was in that same boat like he was yeah you know like he didn't feel right about himself and he couldn't get there and like yeah. for you to get there now like it 
it's wonderful. Like it, it, it gives me a, a great feeling. That- it's true. Like any, anyone that's, you know, going down a bad path of drugs or somebody that's, that's violent, you know, they're not bad people at their core. They're just hurt people yeah. and hurt people hurt other people. You know, I, I think a lot of people are hurting right now. And, you know, even if you have a, a, I had an eating problem for a while where I was just on binge eating, just terrible foods for you because you're in that depressive state, but you got to realize, you know, I know how it feels to be, to feel very lonely and like you're the only one that, um, that has this problem, you know, you feel alone, like mm-hmm. it's only you. Why am I so depressed? You got to understand, like, you're not the only one, you know? Um, I think it's a, I think mental health is a big problem, but I think it, it, it can be fixed. You just have to, it's a complete shift to your mindset. You know, it, it, it's yeah. something that it took me a while to figure out, but at the end of the day, if anyone's listening to this, that is struggling, just know that you can get out of it. You can, you absolutely it. can, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And this, this podcast is definitely going to help more than one person. Like it's already helped me. <laughs> We're going to watch your videos. And I mean, it's crazy where this world takes you. Like who would have thought years ago, Mike, I never met you personally, but like Eric, like, and the whole time I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about the time that your mom called me and thanked me for letting the boys take you to school when they were not supposed to have anybody in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we laugh, we laugh about this all the time so because your mom told me that and i'm like oh you're welcome and in my mind i'm thinking them damn kids and that was the <laughs> only time that they ever lied to me in their entire life that i know of dude i was on crutches i wasn't even allowed to drive and i still got yelled at. i got yelled at more than dylan did and he was driving but i'm just like i wasn't allowed either it's just like crazy where That's the world enough. yeah it just evolves yeah. and you who'd have thought this we got to stay in touch. Yeah, yeah we got to definitely stay in touch. Like, Absolutely, man. If you want to do this again. Definitely. We need to come out there. Vegas trip. Vegas yeah, trip. Yeah, we could do that. My uncle, yeah, lives, my uncle lives in Scottsdale. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and it's funny that you're talking about Amway because he sold Market America, which is driven from the Amway program. <laughs> And, oh, and, really? yeah he doesn't anymore it's, he's retired it's not but... bad i know network marketing gets a bad rap i yeah. mean you're around positive people yeah you know yeah. so and there's people that make money but you are around positive people yeah. but yeah scottsdale's an awesome place yeah. I, I couldn't be happier living here same awesome. san diego was fun but it was like it was just kind of one of those things the upkeep wasn't you know, being taken care of, um, you know, there was just a lot of situations going on downtown, but yeah, yeah Scottsdale, Scottsdale's fun. Old town's really nice. We're, okay. you know, two hours from Sedona. It's, it's nice. Yeah. We'll definitely you can drive to, to Vegas, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like a... yeah and if you want to ever talk about some of the crazy stories we've had and all the debauchery we've been through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we can make this a little dirty. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can have you back yeah. on. We bring people back on. Uh, we've had Dominic on a couple times. Dominic oh, yeah. Rucco has been yeah. on a couple times. Um, his older brother, Tio, quite a few people from Redline uh, shared some yeah. stuff. So it's pretty interesting, but yeah, this has been awesome. Like we're definitely going to have yeah. to get you guys back. We've learned a yeah, lot. For sure. Thank you so much. No, yeah. Thank been, you guys. Awesome. Such a great conversation. Yeah. But well, where can uh, where can people find you? Where, what about your brand? Where can they find? Yeah, your, talk about your brand quick. Where can they find? Yeah, Conscious so Collection? our brand is Conscious Collections. You can go onto our website and it's clothing, um, and we have phone cases on there right now. But more importantly, like Mike said, we've been working really hard. We're putting together a coaching program, okay. and we really want to, you know, we want to make it. Um, hit the the small town kid you know we're two kids that we just had a dream and a belief that we could do something better with our lives and we we took a chance on it and we see a lot of people that just sort of have that fear of getting out and trying something different and you know we're two good examples of two kids that failed a lot along the way and we're still going to keep failing but you know we're going to teach the inner work and the outer work yeah. How you can go back through time and uh, figure out how your childhood affected you. That's the inner work. And then the expansion work, the the spirituality and having the beliefs 
instilled in you, but it's going to be great. We're going to put a lot of health in there as well. So Good. How, yeah. about your, how about your podcast? What's the name of that podcast? We've, we've honestly been so busy yeah. with getting our program up and uh, working on the website. We kind of took a backseat to that right now, okay. but we don't even have a name for it yet, yeah. but yeah. we'll so, get it up and running at some point. Sweet. Yeah. So keep we'll in be touch back. because we have a page, we have a group yeah. following. So we are we sometimes like update things that people talked about so when you get that podcast going or whatever and you want to share it on the page austin can invite you to the page yeah Um, you you can absolutely update we update stories all the time we have people back um we try to keep it like within the hour range and sometimes we do two parts but obviously like put your information on there um, because you're right in line with what we want people to hear and see and understand that there is hope out there um, and that anybody can fix themselves. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. awesome. And That's you two right. keep crushing it. Keep, yeah. keep, on this, keep doing it yeah. every single week yeah. and yeah. keep believing in it. Yep. You can get to the top of the charts. Seriously, you okay. could. Yeah. It only takes Believe one. That. Our it goals. does, yeah. yeah. So I think, really I think that's awesome. We like yeah. talking to people like you that yeah. you know, like-minded type yeah. people. Yeah. Exactly. He's a lot like you. It's kind of scary here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man! If you want to, if you want to come out for a few days, I might have to. You're welcome. I might have to. Yeah. Awesome. You're more than welcome. Okay. I appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you, guys. Yeah. We'll be in touch. You got it. Thank you. Thank we'll you. Be in touch. See ya. Have a good See ya. Bye.